Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, this is the Faith in Kids podcast. It's summer. This is episode three. We've got our third theme. Josh, what is our third theme? Can you guess from his clues? So, you can wash it on your face. You can drink it. If it's really hot, then you go in your paddling pool. If you have a tap then you can um, turn it on river a lake the sea uh, it could be cold or hot or warm wet what was that ed i think we can probably guess today we're looking at water you can swim in it you can wash in it you can drink it that's what today is about water is nothing short of a miracle can I just say, we will find that out. It's Jam here. Hello. It's, it's it, fun facts have got some miraculous properties of water that I can't wait to tell you. But I've already said too much, Ed. Leaping ahead, let's look back. What have we been looking at this week already? On Monday, in our family Bible time, we looked at the story of Noah. It does feature animals. It does feature a lovely man who builds a beautiful boat. It also features a great deal of sadness. It features a lot of understanding how serious sin is, but how gracious God is. And that was on Facebook and is it also on YouTube? It if you're is. new to the podcast, you might be thinking, what happened on Monday? Why wasn't I informed? That's right. YouTube and Facebook every Monday yeah. at 8.30. You'll find me there. On Tuesday at 8.30, you'll find Amy's video, DIY Family Bible Time. That one was about a sea rescue, Exodus 14, and it's looking at how... Pharaoh's army were chasing God's people. His people were trapped and God delivers them again because he can tell water what to do. Now, there's someone else who can tell water what to do as well, but we'll be looking at them a little bit later on because now we are ready for some fun facts. Jam, let's have water-based fun facts. Well, we have water-based fun facts and we have rescue-based fun facts. Water is everywhere. A tomato is 95% water. 
And as the last episode would have told you, a tomato isn't technically a fruit. But an apple is 25% air. Yeah. And also a tomato is technically a nut. It's not. I'm lying. I'm making it up. A potato is 80% water. A cow is 74% water. <laughs> so I love the fact I found that on a list that potato, cow, human, 65% water. So water is obviously very common, kind of no big deal. But Ed, I have to tell you this, and you already know this because you mentioned this in the trailer podcast. Water is miraculous. It to- Life would not exist unless water was totally different from everything else. And here's how it's totally different. When normal liquids contract, uh, when, they, when they get cold, they contract by 10%. A tenth of their size they lose. They get smaller. Water only gets 1% smaller when it gets colder and colder and colder until it freezes, at which point it suddenly expands. And it's 10% bigger than the water it was before. So suddenly your glass of water is now overflowing with ice, which is why often things crack when they're frozen. If occasionally mum or dad puts a, a bottle in the freezer to chill it and then they come back and it's cracked and that's because it gets bigger. It's the most bizarre property because it means that frozen ice, frozen water floats. And if it didn't, then it would sink to the bottom of the ocean. And essentially what would then happen because of the laws of physics, the world would permanently be frozen and no life could live. Isn't that amazing? It is jam. Except we're not so glad about water when it looks like there might be a flash flood. So um, I'll mention a video in a minute. But according to the San Antonio Fire Department, that as little as six inches of water, if flowing rapidly, could knock an adult off their feet. Wow. That's, yeah. that, that's, that's about the depth of your hand. It's not a lot, is it? It's not a lot. And Ed, if your vehicle is suddenly caught in rising water... Yes. ...you should leave the vehicle immediately and seek higher ground. However, if your car is swept into the water and submerged... Yes. They, they advise you not to panic. Okay. Good luck with that. Yes. Stay calm and wait for the vehicle to fill with water. Wow. Once the vehicle is full, the doors will be able to open. Hold your breath and swim to the surface. So, top survival tip from Jam. Wait for your car to be totally full of water before you try and open the door. Absolutely, because you won't be able to open it otherwise. And then merely simply swim away. They make it sound so easy. And then the last thing... If you are swept into fast-moving flood water outside of your car, simply point your feet downstream and always go over obstacles. Try Never try to go under them. Jam, it's like you're a member of the SAS telling us how to survive in floods, in raging torrents, and when yeah. driving through large rivers. And if you want to see a really cool video, it lasts a minute. I'll put a link in the show notes. In America, where they have extreme weather, they sometimes have it on their weather reports. And they show you what a flood will do. And they have these graphics of the weather person just standing there with the, with the flood waters rising above them. And you start to see cars floating in the... Anyway, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. That's one for later. Thank you, Jam. Fun facts. Slightly terrifying facts, in fact. Less terrifying. Now you've told us how to survive. <laughs> exactly. I'd like to think so. So today's passage is um, in Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 to 33. And we meet Jesus who kind of has a different relationship with water from us, doesn't he, Ed? It would, we all dream, I think, of walking on water. So listen out for that. But, the, but in Matthew's gospel, 
we hear Peter walking on water. Listen to what happens as Anna reads it now. Matthew fourteen twenty-two to 33 Then Jesus made his followers get into the boat. He told them to go ahead of him to the other side of the lake. Jesus stayed there to tell the people they could go home. After he said goodbye to them, he went alone up into the hills to pray. It was late and Jesus was there alone. By this time, the boat was already far away on the lake. The boat was having trouble because of the waves and the wind was blowing against it. Between three and six o'clock in the morning, Jesus' followers were still in the boat. Jesus came to them. He was walking on the water. When the followers saw him walking on the water, they were afraid. They said, It's a ghost! and cried out in fear. But Jesus quickly spoke to them. He said, Have courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Peter said, Lord, if that is really you, then tell me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, Come. And Peter left the boat and walked on the water to Jesus. But when Peter saw the wind and the waves, he became afraid and began to sink. He shouted, Lord, save me. Then Jesus reached out his hand and caught Peter. Jesus said, your faith is small. Why did you doubt? After Peter and Jesus were in the boat, the wind became calm. Then those who were in the boat worshipped Jesus and said, Truly, you are the Son of God. My dad has big hands. He is huge. His hands are still bigger than mine are. When I was a child, my hand would get lost in his. I would wrap my hand inside of his. He would wrap his hand around mine. When he held my hand, I knew he had me. I was safe. If I got scared, he would squeeze my hand. I would look at him and I wasn't scared anymore. Did you see that happening in today's story? Imagine Peter's friends, the disciples, as they watched their friend walk on water. Could you imagine your friend stepping out of a boat onto the sea? Damp feet, but resting on waves. Water lapping over his toes, but not splashing above his knees. Standing tall, not sinking. Listen carefully to when the problem started. But when Peter saw the wind and the waves, he became afraid and began to sink. He shouted, Lord, save me. Then Jesus reached out his hand and caught Peter. Jesus said, your faith is small. Why did you doubt? He stopped looking at Jesus and he started worrying about the wind and the waves. He took his eyes off Jesus and thought only about the dangers. He forgot Jesus's care and instead concentrated on his fears. Until Jesus reached out and took him by the hand wrapping his strong hand around his. Your faith is small, Jesus said to Peter. 
it means you're not trusting me. You're scared of the wind and the waves. You're not safe. If you look at the wind and the waves, you are safe if you look at me. Just like my dad, Jesus squeezed Peter's hand and Peter knew he was safe. He wasn't scared anymore. There are things you and I are afraid of. What are you afraid of? The dark? Being alone? Being lost? The start of a new school? Having no friends? Parents arguing? Stop looking at what frightens you and start looking at Jesus. Stop concentrating on your fear and start thinking about Jesus. He is there. He has you. You are safe. Don't be scared anymore. Trust him. It's enough to be trusting him. So lots to think about there. Ed's got questions. For threes to fives, what did Peter try to do? For fives to sevens, what was the mistake Peter made? For eights to elevens, what is it Peter learnt that day that you and I can learn too? And finally, for over elevens, as we get older, the things that frighten us are harder to fix. So pick something you're afraid of that you may never have even said out loud and just think to yourself, is it even possible for Jesus to help you with that fear? Brilliant. Well, do have a chat about those after the podcast is finished. Um, we haven't quite wrapped this up yet because we're going to have a quick look ahead. What can people look forward to this week? We're thinking on Thursday about bath time. So maybe you have preschoolers or maybe you just love a bath. Have a look at what we've written on Thursday for bath time. And on Friday... Friday is very exciting. Tell um, us about it, Jam. So Nate Morganlock, I do a little podcast with him called Popcorn Parenting, which is for grown-ups about movies and watching them with your kids. So he's going to do a blog post about uh, movies that have rescues in them. So maybe you could watch uh, for, for a movie time on Friday or over the weekend a movie or something with a rescue in it. What, I don't know what your favourite rescue is in a movie, Ed. My favourite one is a very short movie. It's The Wrong Trousers, where, where <laughs> Gromit rescues Wallace from the penguin. And there's that amazing sequence on the model railway that's going around the house. Oh. And that is one of the... I've seen that so many times. It's and beautiful. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? We've also got a little challenge for you. I'm going to try it now. So it's not challenge, Ed. It's challenge jam. I'm not optimistic it's going to go very well. It's called the Magic Jumping Coin Experiment. I found it online. There's a link to it in the show notes. See how you get on. Um, and the thing is, I've got here, in fact, I'm just going to start this, this little side video. Um, I've got a, 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 a bottle that's been chilling in the fridge with water in it, and it's got ice around it. I've been chilling it, chilling it, chilling it, and there's a coin on the top. And what I'm going to do, apparently, is I put my hands around the bottle and it makes the air expand and it makes the coin 
jump or fall off. We're going to do this live on air. We're doing this live. We're going to see what happens. Um, we haven't even practiced it. Not even practiced it. Let's see how it goes. Okay, ready? Okay, the hands are going on now. Is it cold, Jam? Well, I'm hoping the water is because it's in ice. I've put it... Oh, I've got a bad feeling about this. The coin has to be wet, hasn't it, to make a seal? Oh, is that what it is? Okay, I've just licked it <laughs> and put it on. J j j pop it in the ice blocks, Jam, at the to make it actually wet. Okay, so it's going in the water. Okay. Okay. And then you've got to take the bottle out of the ice. Well, I don't, I'm not sure whether that... Okay, so I've taken the bottle out of the ice. It's gone yeah. on the top there like that, okay? Right. So here we go. My hands are going on there. Okay. While I do this, Ed, why don't you pray? Okay. Dear Father, we thank you for the miracle of water. We thank you that life on earth is possible because of it. And thank you for the way you've used water in the Bible to teach us that you are in charge. You are the Lord and you are the one who rescues. Thank you that you are still rescuing today. Help us to trust you with all that we're afraid of. Amen. Amen. I've still got my hands around a bottle. It's not working, Ed. We've got a song now. And stop, don't turn off. Whatever you think about music, we are learning in this, this summer that we read, pray, sing. We've read the Bible. We've prayed to our Heavenly Father. We are now going to sing to one another and we're going to sing to him. And in this clip now, Mr. Dumrocks himself, Jeremy, is going to teach us to sing this song. So please, will you sing with him? Thanks, Jeremy. Hey guys, this is Jeremy from Dumb Rocks and it's sing-along time. Today we are going to sing a song all about faith. It's a memory verse, in fact, comes from Hebrews chapter 11. I'll teach you the chorus in a minute and it would be great if you could sing along with me. And then the verses, well, they tie in with what we've been looking at today, which is water. Remember Noah and the flood? How about Moses and how he had to cross the sea? But the chorus, it goes like this. Faith is being sure of the things we hope to come Can't fit into things we cannot see Faith is being certain God made earth and heaven And that's Hebrews 11, 1 and 3 Okay, you guys sing that with me in the chorus But for now, let's get the band in. Are you guys ready? Oh, one, two, three, four... We're going to start with the chorus first. You guys ready? Here we go. One, two, one, two, three. Faith is being sure of the things we hope to come. Can't fit into things we cannot see. Faith is being certain. God made earth and heaven. And that's Hebrews 11, 1 and 3. Here's Noah. God said build an ark. People said ridiculous. Noah got to work. Faithful and meticulous sunshine turned to rain, desert turned to sea. Noah stayed afloat as safe as safe could be. That's the point of Hebrews 11, 1 and 3 together. Faith is being sure of the things we hope to come, can't fit into things we cannot see. Faith is being certain, God made earth and heaven, and that's Hebrews 11, 1 and 3. Abraham, he knew. 
God's word is reliable, every promise true, sure and certifiable. God said, just you wait, I will make you great. All you've got to do is put your faith in me. That's the point of Hebrews 11, 1 and 3. Faith is being sure of the things we hope to come, confident of things we cannot see. Faith is being certain, God made earth and heaven, and that's Hebrews 11, 1 and 3. Okay, this is the rock out air guitar time. You can strike your best ever guitar hero poses. You ready? And then we're going to move on to Moses. Moses understood, faith is being confident, knowing God is good, trusting he is competent, faith is being sure, God can part the sea, faith is knowing God can do the same for me. That's the point of Hebrews 11, 1 and 3. Faith is being sure of the things we hope to come, confident of things we cannot see. Faith is being certain, God made earth and heaven, and that's Hebrews 11, 1 and 3. Yeah, that's the kind of faith I want for me. Ooh, well sung, guys. Thanks, Jeremy. That was fantastic. Well, Challenge Jam has failed. My experiment is a failure, but Ed has successfully done a brilliant experiment involving water, a bottle and an egg. And I suggest that you go to our Facebook page or our YouTube um, channel to go and have a look at that. And uh, Ed puts me to shame there. So we're going to finish up with those final questions. Just a reminder. Thanks very much for listening. Here we go with the questions. For threes to fives, what did Peter try to do? For fives to sevens, what was the mistake Peter made? For eights to elevens, what is it Peter learnt that day that you and I can learn too? And finally, for over 11s, as we get older, the things that frighten us are harder to fix. So pick something you're afraid of that you may never have even said out loud and just think to yourself, is it even possible for Jesus to help you with that fear? It's showtime!